Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jennifer Mertland? Man, I'm excited for this one. This is one of our favorite partners. I mean, we just called him back up. For, well, he's already in the majors. We called him back. Uh, for he's fight. in the Olympics now. He's in the Olympics now. Oh my gosh, guys, you're in for a treat today. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We love having you here. And you know what else we love? Tell we us. We love when you subscribe, when you share, when you go to the InstaTalk and the Facegram, all the things. <laughs> Write a review, five stars only. <laughs> Write a review. Yeah, if it's anything less than five, you just keep on your merry way. Yeah, you move just along. don't need it. All right. Today, Jen and I and our guest, Curtis Fenn, who I'm going to introduce here in a minute, we're going to duke it out over this subject. What is the number one way to ensure that you fail in 2023? Me and Curtis are always on the same side. The number one way to ensure that you fail in 2023. And today here to duke it out with us, a three-way fight, if you will, Curtis Fenn, who is the president and COO of Red X. Yay. We love Curtis. We love Red X. It's really good to have you here. Thanks for coming back. Thank you so much. I'm ready. I, I even, feel like I, they I can even, tell. I got the pre-workout. Yes. If we're it's fighting, I'm ready. I'm like all caffeinated up and I'm like ready to go. Well, if anybody knows about Red X, which I'm sure they do, they know it's it's the system that I use. I feel like they already know where Curtis and I are going to stand on this. So the number one way to fail in 2023, which is also the number one way to fail in 2022 and 2024 and 2050 is, what? Curtis? is to not prospect. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, hold on, guys. It's to not go out and find business. Duh. Duh. Now, don't, guys, don't stop the podcast here. Like, yeah, yeah, we've heard this before. Now, we're going to get into some stuff that you're going to need to know about for 2023 because... The times they are changing. So Curtis, tell us what you're seeing from your standpoint, which is super valuable. You're kind of behind the scenes. What is changing in the way of top agents prospecting practices? Yes. And just cut me off if I go too long here, because I could talk about this the whole time. (laughs) So expires are up almost 60% year over year, right? Well, I mean, that's not fair. It's like there was one expired the entire last year. So it should really be up like 500%, right. but okay. So it's up yeah. a lot, it's up. right? Listings, days on market is up. Listings are are going. The frenzy is over. We're in this weird time. You guys know this. The listeners know this. We're, we're still in this weird time where sellers are going, yeah, but eight months ago, 10 months ago, my buddy got 17 offers and a hundred grand over asking. Wow. And buyers are like, like, yeah. But it's kind of like 2008, so I'm going to offer 100 grand below list, right? I mean, we're this weird thing where there's this bad expectations on sellers and buyers, right? Right. And our job as agents is to close that gap of expectation between the buyers and the sellers to make a good deal, a fair deal for both sides. And that's getting harder. But the hardest thing is that, I'll go ahead and say it, all the intelligence that we 
we gained through the recession and figuring out how to really market and sell properties, how to really go out and hunt and find business, that all went away. We had a decade of of agents coming into the industry who made massive amounts of money. They sold a lot of homes and they Mm -hmm. never actually learned how to hunt. I mean, I mean, we're seeing things come back that for some people are listening are going like those went away. Like, well, you're a great agent. (laughs) If these things never went away, like good photography on your listings, if that didn't go away, you've always been a great agent. But what we saw with the listings that were expiring in 2021 and the first half of 2022, most of them had really crappy photos. Right. right? Most of them had really crappy descriptions written around them, really bad marketing. So that's things are coming back. And the same goes for some of the traditional ways to go out and hunt and find the business. But I also think the hunting is different at, as a prospector myself. Aren't we it, all? <clears throat> it feels... <laughs> I want to like a little crown. So, yeah. But I think that it's different because before it was like, you just smile and dial, smile and dial, smile and dial, smile and dial. And now it's like, wah, wah. that's not exactly it. Like there's a little like bit of fine tuning that is required. Yes. And part of it is additive. I We still know a lot of agents that are smiling, dialing, and they're starting to pick up a lot of listings right now foreclosures are coming back and they're prospecting. They're not upside down. So it's it's a good listing opportunity there. Expires, FISBA, all of them are, there's still listings to be had. But if you really want to maximize the prospecting effort, you have to prospect more than the telephone. And we unsuccessfully... <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm awake. This is what I'm coming to hear. Okay, here we go. So the truth is, is we we set a goal in our company about eight years ago that has never come to fruition. But the goal was we want to change the market's perspective on prospecting. That prospecting is the proactive approach of going out and finding business. It is not cold calling, right? But we've been unsuccessful in that. I mean, people think prospecting and they immediately think cold calling and the smile and dial. And there is more ways to go out and proactively hunt for business, especially right now. But Let's but talk the about fa- that. The yeah, ways. social media is the number one way to get in front of a specific audience, right? And we've been telling people, if you had unlimited budget, you could get business, right? If you had unlimited budget, you could get every billboard in town, you could get every shopping cart and every yeah. work or bus stop and every wrapped car, and everybody would think you're the number one agent ever, and they're going to think of you. But if you don't have $100,000 a month to advertise or market in that way, then you got to go, okay, well, how do I market to the people where I'm going to get the best bang for my buck? It's right. the same with prospecting. You don't want to, like, you could call neighborhoods and that's great. And we have a lot of people who do that and there's value in that. But that's the ROI is not as great as calling expires because right. they are closer to the transaction. They are ready, they're willing, they're frustrated that it hasn't right. happened. So it's the same with marketing. If you could put a billboard only in front of the people, who were going to transact in the next 12 months, then would you know that's what you should do. And that's what social media allows you to do. But most people are are marketing on social media the way that they've marketed traditionally, where they throw a billboard up and hope right. that the 4% of homes that are going to sell this year are going to see their billboard and think of you. And that's just a bad strategy, a waste of money. I think it's I agree. I think that 
prospecting is definitely more strategic now than it, it was before. And we have to add a little bit of Monica and with our team Mertland strategy. So like we also added, let's talk more about the social media stuff. And I know Monica, you're going to have an opinion on that, but we also not only call, but if you're strategic about it, you can add the door knocking in, you can text them, like anything that you can do to like get a hold of that person, right? It needs to happen. So when you add in the social media, it's like, now they're seeing you everywhere, right? That's the point. And they're like, oh, I recognize you. It's like McDonald's commercial. You weren't hungry for McDonald's until the 10th time you saw the commercial. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So there's so much noise. Marketing has changed in two ways. And I think this is important for prospectors. And Monica, that's whether you're going after an expired or whether you're just working your own database, right? Your CRM mm -hmm. is, is that there is so much noise yeah. in the marketing world. I mean, our entire feed, like if you look at what our feed has turned into on any social media platform, how many of your friends' posts are you actually seeing? Not Three, enough. 4% of the yeah. posts that are in your feed, right? It is just inundated with noise. And the algorithms are getting so good. The reason why we're more addicted is they know exactly what we want to look at, right? And what we want to see. But all of that noise, so marketing works in two different ways. Works the way it's always worked. You get enough impressions. Pretty soon they recognize your brand. If they saw your video, Jen, over and over. So if you uploaded a list of expireds to social media and you targeted those people specifically with either paid ads or just boosting your organic content to those people, eventually they're going to start to go, huh, I've heard of her, right? right. Eventually they're going to have recognition, but still social media, nobody transacts on social media, very little. So what happens is there has to be another event that triggers the transaction part of the relationship, which is the human interaction, which is you mm -hmm. picking the up the out. phone and calling them. It's you yeah. running into them at an event. It's having coffee with your CRM, right? It's mm -hmm. a human interaction on top of that noise. So that's kind of how it's always worked. You get seven to 12 impressions and we start to buy that mind share. What's flipped is this whole idea. Have you guys ever heard of blue car theory or blue car th syndrome? Where yeah. Oh, yeah. You buy a blue car and then all of a sudden you're like, dude, where did all these blue cars come from? All of a sudden, right? everybody did. Right. Yeah. Right. And, but wait and, a second, Curtis. We should take a quick break because this is a good like hanger. Do you think so, Monica? Yeah, because you got to come back and hear the blue car, the rest of the blue car analogy. <laughs> exactly. And how and about marketing and we'll wrap up this thought on on going deeper into your clients and prospecting to get clients and things like that. But let's hear a quick word from our favorite partners. And when we return, we'll continue our chat with Curtis. Are you struggling with what is the ideal path for you? What's next for you? There's so many options to try to figure out and there's so many different ways that you could take your business, but it's all pretty confusing. So our coach, Coach John Kitchens, came up with a short little quiz that will help you figure out the ideal path for you. Go to realestatecareeraccelerator.com, take the free short quiz and figure out your ideal path. That's realestatecareeraccelerator.com. If you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club 
book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. Welcome back. All right, Curtis, you were getting ready to kind of compare this idea of blue car, the blue car analogy. You're looking for a blue car and then everywhere you look, or you're buying some brand of car Mm -hmm. and then everywhere you look, it's that brand. It's actually, there's a name for it. It's and it's spacing me right now. There's, there's a couple. Frequency illusion is is one term that they use. It's like the illusion like that things become more frequent because you saw it. But yeah. what's happening is just your brain is now told, this is important. Let's pay attention to right, this thing, right? right? Exactly. Okay. And, and so marketing is now, you've got to play to that human phenomenon in your marketing. And so often in, instead of triggering the seven to 12 impressions, we trigger it with, a human interaction first. So if you're calling expireds and you pick up an expired, Jennifer, and they go, you're the 10th agent that's called me. Mm-hmm. And you you go through your best script and you try to set the appointment and they're done Why? with you. Terrible. <laughs> you get So they don't other agents that agent, try and say, don't succeed. Thank you. They say, so, you're the MFing 10th agent. That's, that's not right. what they say, but go ahead. So, so if you just move on and you're only prospecting, that's it. Yeah, that's that, it. That's it. But if I'm you done. trigger that reticular activating system, if you that's trigger what, that, is that what you're looking that's for? That's the word. Yes. Yeah. So if you trigger that and, and all of a sudden, then they're scrolling through their newsfeed and they don't see videos from the other 10 people that call them, but they see your video. Hello. Now, all of a sudden, they may have passed that a hundred times or seen that video a hundred times, but that human interaction now tells their brain, this is important. And they go, oh, that's the person that called me. Mm-hmm. And now you're buying market share in their brain, mind share a little differently. Here's a perfect example. We have had a billboard on the freeway here in our market forever because we're trying to recruit more and more employees. And all the time people will be like, hey, where do you work? I'll go, Red X. I'll go, I've never heard of it. Right? You go, <laughs> okay. And then I'll get a text. It's like, hey, I saw your billboard. Yeah. I'm like, you probably drove by that billboard a a thousand times and never once noticed it. Mm -hmm. But now they're noticing my marketing because I made it important to their brain. Right. Okay. So let me make sure I got this right. So the theory here is in pursuit of the top of mind awareness, that's really what you're prospecting for, right? I mean, sure, it's great to come across an, an expired or FISBO that's ready to go. But in theory, more likely, you are prospecting for the position of top of mind awareness in the category of realtor, correct? So if you're doing your sphere, yes. Yeah, I would say the answer to that is yes. Now, if we want to add a layer of strategy to that, then all marketing starts with who. Who do you want market share with? And Mm -hmm. if it's everybody in your market, that's great. But your turnover rate is going to be like 8 to 12 years in your market to capture everybody. So Mm -hmm. Yes, what you said is exactly correct. But if you add the layer of, can you do that specifically with all of the FISBOs in your market? Because they're really close to transacting. Got it. Okay. Got it. And not, and like, I think it's not even only all the FIS for sale by owners, but it's all the for sale by owners and these five areas that you work in. Right. Too. Because the thing that I noticed about even just my personal prospecting is like, if I'm, trying to cast this wide net, it's like you only can go so deep because you always think like, oh, I have these leads, I have these leads, I have these leads. And then it's like, there's never enough leads, right? 
But if I'm going deep, right? Yes, got a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. Curtis, I want to talk about the brand builder that you guys have because I like this idea, but then it's like, okay, well, if I get that, now how do I do that? How do I get in front of my, I have my sphere, I'm open to calling them, connecting with them, doing this stuff, but how am I getting in front of them in social media? And you guys have a solution for that that I think it's very affordable. It's an awesome solution. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, let me teach the principle first because if people have no budget, they have time and they should learn how to do these things until they have budget and then buy the tools. So social media, there's really two strategies on social media. There's the paid side of it, which I would say 99% of of realtors default to. They just go, I'll just buy ads. I'm going to pay some marketing agency. But that that does nothing for you or your brand. It's just generic ads going out, trying to capture leads, Mm -hmm. which is very expensive, right? You're targeting the entire market to find the few that are ready. So you can upload a list of data to Facebook and Instagram to any of them really, but this is where the bulk of your buyers and sellers are going to be is it on Facebook and Instagram. And you can upload that list and then you can create an ad that specifically targets those people. That's the paid side of things. On the organic side of things, you need to be posting consistent, relevant Oh my God, this is Monica. Raise your real estate flag. Yeah. So um, now I don't know if Monica also says this, but if you only talk about real estate, then people will become disinterested Correct. and then you don't play to the algorithms. Your stuff doesn't get posted. So, but when you post, the only people that will see that is your followers, the people you're connected with and their followers, right? Because that's why you see, oh, Jennifer liked this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So as they engage, then their connections will see you. So there's a ripple effect and that's good. That's your organic side. Where these two come together and where they overlap is boosting, right? Boosting is where you pay to have your organic content put in front of a specific set of custom people, right? And it's very inexpensive compared to your $2,000 a month that a lot of these agencies want for a full paid strategy to generate leads. One to $2 a day can get you in front of like 3,000 people. So if you have all of the expireds, all of the FISBOs, right? All of the pre-foreclosures or vacant absentee owner, whatever it is, that you upload in your market, you can have all of your videos put in front of them. Then you can spend less money on advertising to put essentially what you want them to think about you, right? So all of this thing is building awareness of who you are on the organic side. And then when they see an ad, you speak specifically to the audience. So if you're targeting expires and FISBOs that are close to a transaction, then you might get them with information like, here's the top three reasons why homes don't sell. Right. How do you target a FISBO and an expired in that paid way? Yeah. Well, so so you either get the data from us and upload it manually into Facebook and Instagram as a custom audience. And anybody listening can go Google how to create a custom audience on Facebook and and you'll get the step-by-step instructions. It's cumbersome. But there was no longer an option of, I mean, didn't they take away some of those real estate driven? They took away so much stuff, which is why you have to create custom audiences of your own data. Okay. The social media platforms are saying, we want to wash our hands of the responsibility of data and we're putting that back on you. So if you want to go and say, well, I have my own data, they still allow you to do that. That's what people So you can do your expires, FISBOs, you can do your sphere. That's right. And if you're getting that data from us, the whole ad builder paid strategy is only $50 a month. 
where you can select all of those things and click a button and it will create that custom audience inside of Facebook, Instagram, and maintain it in real time. Meaning if anybody relists, it pulls it out. Anybody who expires the next night will go back in. And that way you're never wasting money on people that aren't close to a transaction, right? You could save 95% of the money on your ads by targeting the exact people you want to target. Otherwise, you're targeting your entire market. If I load a couple FISBOs and a couple expireds in, how do they expand on that audience? How do you get to the 3,000 views? So you need to upload a minimum of 1,000 before it will create the custom okay. audience. Okay. So with expireds, okay. you want to go back and get all the past expireds. That's why using Red X to know who hasn't relisted yet is pretty powerful because you do need to upload at least 1,000. Got it. Okay. Okay. And the thing, so, one of the things, just for a quick plug that I like about using Red X, because obviously I've used a lot of resources, but I like how Red X, you can kind of cherry pick. Like if you just want to do expires, you just want to do for sale by owners, you just want to do geo farming. Like you can just do that. You don't have to do everything. No, mm-hmm. you don't have to do it all. And that's why we always say the best strategy, especially for 2023 with how the market is, is first identify who. Right. Yeah. It's marketing 101. We just don't think about it in real estate very often. But in marketing, it's like, well, who's going to buy your stuff? Right. Like, who do you relate to? And, and who's this? And yeah. if you're stuck there, then just go, well, who's closest to a transaction? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why don't you spend your dollars where you're going to get an ROI within the same calendar year? Right. right. Because you could target the whole market and eventually that will turn into money. It's the same with your sphere of influence. If you are, you can upload your sphere of influence to make sure they're seeing your face more often. But there still needs to be a human interaction with some sort of call to action to... You have to tell them what to think about you and what you're looking for. And so if you were targeting expired listings, then a great strategy is to also upload your list of, of your own CRM, your sphere of influence, and make a similar message to them that says, man, I really try to help people where they've had a bad experience with an agent, and I help them have a great agent experience. Now you're one step removed from targeting expireds through your own sphere of influence, because they're going to then hear somebody that had a bad experience and go, you know what? I have a friend that specializes in helping people have a good Mm -hmm. experience after Mm -hmm. the last agent couldn't get the job done. Right. And so you're putting it all together to target the who then with the strategies above, but you can't remove the calling, right? That's where Jennifer and I... Not only that, but like... Got to have that human connection, interaction that either triggers the mind share or it validates like, oh, I've heard of you or I don't know you, but I I know your videos, right? Right. But I think people get stuck too on like what to say, right? And that's where you guys are giving topics for the videos. And Mm -hmm. you're also able as a member, like we're able to practice in role play whenever. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So on the social media side, part of our brand builder package So there's the paid strategy, the ad builder. Brand builder is how we help agents with that organic side. That's the consistent. So a couple of videos a month, they send us the video right within our app. We do all the editing, the captioning. We write the social posts. We post it for them. And then we boost it for them to the data that's in in the platform, right? We do the whole strategy except for the raw videos because we're not just trying to generate a lead. We're trying to help you build a brand that is a force multiplier to all of your other efforts. Right, especially your calling effort. Are you saying that 
the days of just this smiling and dialing are over that you must think about it in like a 12 step program or however many times <laughs> it takes. Like, what are we, is that what we're getting to here? So the answer is maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so let me talk through that. It's a great question. And I would say I'll use an e commerce stat. In an e commerce, they say that about 3% of your site traffic are ever ready to make a buying decision right now. Mm-hmm. And if we take that and apply it, let's, I know you're going to have some analyticals in the listeners and go, well, it's not the same. I know, but just we don't have a stat on homeowner prospecting. So, but let's just say if you're prospecting, there's going to be 3% that are ready right now. I mean, Jennifer probably has stories where someone's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called me. Like, yeah. I'm so ready. Come list my house. A right. Handful of those. It's awesome. Yeah. And so there are a percentage of people, and that's where the numbers game comes in. It's like, well, if you just, yeah, somebody that just picked up the phone and smiled and dialed for four hours a day, every single day is going to do a ton of listing. Mm-hmm. But that's not building a long-term business because as soon as they stop placing the phone calls, their business stops, Yeah, right? So doing the others in the long-term, and again, what are you doing with the other 97% of people that weren't ready when you happen to pick connect with them on the well, phone? Well, they're not following up, I can tell you that, because most agents... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, but that's where all of the other ones come together, and that's where... Like you can follow up with somebody and they go, who are you again? Right. Because 10 other 15 other agents called me when my home right. expired. But right. if you follow up and they, you connected and then they saw your videos and they saw some ads where you're trying to give away some free stuff, like a free home valuation. Then by the time you follow up, the effectiveness of that follow-up call is infinitely different. But I think Monica though, this is like what we talk about. Anytime we talk about a strategy, it's like, like you can do an open house, but if you did a seventh level open house and you did four a week for the next three or four months, your results would be very different than if you just did one. And this is the same thing. Yeah, you can prospect. You could prospect for a couple hours a day, five days a week. But mm-hmm. if you a- did that every day, five days a week for four months, and you added this intentional, deeper dive in connection mm-hmm. with your results are going to be really different, right? But what I like about this from... Team Monica standpoint, which is of course more of the organic social media, human being first, real estate agent second, fly your flag kind of approach is in my mind, I take like a FISBO strategy and change it from dialing for dollars to creating a like a system around the first call is to ask questions and help. The second plan is for them to see me here, here, and here. The third plan is for me to follow up with that thing they asked me. Like, and that's just going in soft. That feels better to somebody like me than somebody like trying to convert somebody on the phone, like Mert, Mert the converter. That's what I'm calling you now, Mertlin the convertlin. I like it. So, so Curtis, I can get behind. I can get behind what you're saying. I think the whole big thing is this top of mind awareness and agents. Do you think that agents understand this concept that that's actually their number one job is to hold that position of top of mind awareness? That feels like a totally different episode. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> yeah, and I, the prospecting, I do, that's the goal. Yeah, I would say, I mean, we're getting into even our own marketing strategy here. Marketing is my background. Mm-hmm. And marketing right now, in fact, we just went to a big digital marketer conference a few months ago, and they were saying, over a billion emails, this is what we've now discovered with the change in buyer behavior is that people want to be offered the highest ticket item first because there's so much education in the world today 
that people, you don't know where they're at in their buyer's journey. They may be ready just to pull the trigger, mm-hmm. right? They may be ready to go, to go, you answered the three right questions. Yeah. Here it is. I'll even full 7% commission right here, right? But if they're not, then you default. So to me, if I were an agent starting right now, Monica, one, I wouldn't have a very large sphere of influence. I don't have any past clients. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to get referrals mm-hmm. from past clients. I would start prospecting. I would go for the appointment. And then if I saw that that wasn't landing, they weren't ready right away, I would default to exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just about now, well, then how can I help you? How can we build yeah. a relationship? And when you think about nurturing, if you think about it as nurturing and not converting, right, then I think your results for those people who aren't ready right now are better. But my thing is, and sorry to try to create peace in the fight club here, but it's like, you got to go after the appointments and go get those listings that are available. And when they're not available, engage in all of the other strategies that you're saying, Monica, to nurture it into a relationship that will turn into a deals in the future. But it's important to your point, you just actually made it. I don't even know if you were aware of your making it was, it has to be nurtured to convert. Like not sometimes just though they're ready. Safe. Yeah, but he's saying like sometimes they're ready to convert right now. So, I know so many convert. agents that will step over that in order to nurture. And you got three other right. agents that want to convert now, and that's what they want. Like, don't step over the now. Right. Yeah, because that's so many of the posts in all of these real estate forums. It's like I had great conversations with this person. I don't know why they listed with Jennifer. Right. I asked like, for the damn yeah, business. Because, yeah, because they were ready and right. you didn't even go for it because you were too worried about their feelings and creating a relationship. Sometimes the relationship is nurtured through the transaction. And that's when a whole bunch of deals come with a lifelong. Don't step you know, over dollars to pick up a penny. Yeah. We need to. This is really, really great. It's always good to have you on, Curtis. You're yes, so Curtis, you're smart. awesome. Let's wrap up this conversation. And Curtis, can you tell us? how people can learn more about Red X, how they can learn more about this ad builder and brand builder and all of... Yeah, so the easiest thing is call in, do a demo. We have pretty... We'll go for the... Let me just tell you the strategy. We'll go for the sale. If you're not ready, then we'll... <laughs> then we're happy just to give you a whole bunch of free stuff until you are ready. Okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so call in and get a demo of all this stuff. 800-731-7339. Make sure that you mentioned you came and heard about us through the podcast. And yeah, I think... I think 20- we have some information on our affiliate link too, which is okay. yeah, uh, yeah. redx.com slash fight club. And there's like a promo on there too, like a discount too. Okay, yeah. perfect. That, then yeah. that's exactly where Either they should way, go. Either way, but they just mention fight club. Yep. So, and I think our goal, if you do any of the three strategies, you can get business. Right. But it's a force multiplier, right? And I hate to use the word synergy because it's so cliche, but it's greater. The sum of the parts is greater, right? Yeah. Um, Do you know that that's Jen's team name? Team Team Synergy. It is very overused in business when people are describing their products. Well, I named it that because in Cincinnati, we have a baseball field that was called Synergy Field. And so when I say it's Jen Merlin from Team Synergy, people are like, oh, that sounds familiar. Right. Yeah. No. Because it was it, synergy energy that had your electric. Right. But, <laughs> but it's also child. the principle of what that word means. Yeah. It is important. And that's what I'm saying about our stuff is it, if you want to call and you want to add some social, either organic or paid, 
it creates more results than if you're doing any one of the three things on its own. Got it. Right? So. All right. That's going to have to be the end of today's battle. I don't know. If, I don't know if there was a little bit of fighting, but nobody got hurt here today. Deeper. Nobody got all hurt. About, I'm all about peace. You know, we'll just bring it all together. <laughs> this is all about peace. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Appreciate you sharing this podcast. If you think this will be valuable to us, somebody that you know in the business. Yeah. And if you're an agent and you are looking to partner with Monica and I, we can help you grow your business and make more money and or have more time. Give me a call or text at 513-400-1691. All right. Thank you, Curtis. Thanks, Monica. Thanks Thanks so much. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.